to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Welcome to episode number 155 of the podcast. Today, we have the world-class breathing experts from breathemig.com in Shane and Angie. Now, I'm going to be brutally honest here. This is me being a little bit selfish, but I wanted to learn about the power of the breath. And so I've contacted Angie and Shane, and the questions and the breathing techniques and everything we go through today are things that I wanted to learn, but I can guarantee because I wanted to learn them, um, you are going to as well. And and we talk about a number of different things about um, how simple activities we do and we're going to do a couple in the episode, which is so good. And um, that really shows the quality of Angie and Shane and the great work they're doing. But we're going to do some different activities that go for 30 seconds. And 30 seconds only on ways to ground yourself. So think about any time during the day you want to be more grounded. We're going to also work on activities, a breathing square exercise that reduces stress and anxiety. So before any anxious moments or tests or big events or speaking gigs or anything, this is going to be crucial for you. And then the last one we do, and one I love is that people always say to me, how do you get more energy? How can I do that? And it's not through coffee, but you can get it simply by doing this circle breathing technique, all right? And we also talk about um, how breathing can help your sleep patterns, um, free kits, so much more. This is an episode that is going to be just life-changing for some people because um, what can happen in your body when you really focus on your breath and understand it is game-changing. So sit back, relax, episode number 155 with Angie and Shane. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited. This is episode number 155, and I've got the world-class breathing experts from BreatheMe.com, Angie and Shane. How are you today? <laughs> Great. How are breathing, you? Still breathing. breathing. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you're still breathing, because I know we're just talking uh, off air that it's probably the most important thing we'll do today is breathe, isn't it? Yeah, yes. 100%. It's, it's interesting because, you know, I, I think when we um, present to crowds and, and, and also when we start talking about breathing, the first thing that happens with most people is their breathing changes <laughs> straight away. You know, people, people will sit up or they'll take a little bit of a deeper breath. And I think what's really important to take out of that is that it is this thing that is constantly for some people just in automatic drive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you know, your body just breathes. Um, you don't really take much notice of it. And there's so many things that are intimately coupled in your breathing. You know, your nervous system is connected to it. Um, you know, all the circulation that happens in your body, your mind, um, you know, how your mind functions is is uh, to a degree and how you're breathing and all your behaviors mm. are actually in your breathing as well. So, when this gets brought to people's attention and they take it out of automatic and put it into manual drive, then we've got a whole host of things that we can um, do and feel in the body that just ha- have been out of people's awareness, um, you know, for a, a long part of their life. Yeah, it's so true. And, and as you were saying that, then I started to really, I got a little bit nervous. I was thinking about my breath. And I'm like, am I doing it right? Am I going to be judged for how I'm doing this today? And, and now before I get into this and before we talk about breathing, today I'm being completely selfish because I want to learn more about this. I want to learn more about my breathing um, and I know how important it is and the techniques we're going to talk about. But Angie, Shane, before we do that, you both come from completely different backgrounds. So Angie, you're in the entertainment industry. Shane, you're in the defense force. Hey, let's talk about that. How, how have 
have you gone from where you were to what you're doing now, presenting around the world and helping so many people live a better life? Well, it was definitely a long journey. Um, I, I believe, look, for me, you know, working in production, it was a very long hours and it was a hard slog and I wanted to get out of it. Uh, it wasn't actually, I mean, you know, wanted to do my whole life and then realize it's not everything that I was cracked up to be. So I was like, oh, I want to go travel overseas. And it just so happened a few months after that, I met Shane in, uh, in Los Angeles, California and, um, fell in love pretty much <clears throat> on site. Oh, that's lovely. See, see, see <laughs> on site. And, and uh, six months later, I'm here in Australia and, you know, Shane was just getting out of the military and and we were sitting here going, you know, what are we going to do with the rest of our lives together? I mean, we're both starting over with something completely new, something that we've never done before. What are we going to do? And so we started with what we we're familiar with. Um, you know, I had been in self-development by this stage for close to about nearly 15 years. And Shane has been, you know, at that point, he was in, in physical exercise. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was 15, resistant, I was resistant to self-development though. Let's, let's be <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, clarify. Physical movement meets self-development, and you know, it, it, we had to make it work. Otherwise, it wasn't gonna. Yeah, and, and look, I had uh, I joined the military early. I joined at sixteen, and um, you know, in the military, I just always wanted to uh, to progress to to get to the next level, and that's just a that's just a thing that I have in my nature, and so mm-hmm. I. Um, I started out in communications. Then I um, got into the physical training area, which is um, then you can be attached to different areas. So I was uh, blessed enough and 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 um, sort of sought after enough to be attached to dive teams in the special forces area uh, in in the uh, in the navy at the at the very beginning. And then uh, once that training sort of evolved, I the special forces training myself, the, the SAS Carter course, and and um, did a short stint there. Did realize that being a professional soldier wasn't really what I wanted to do. Um, you know, it, it um, it's it's a different type of lifestyle. And but the training, um, all the discipline, you know, everything that came with that have been amazing tools. Um, and, and it was an amazing experience. I served in Iraq, um, you know, for, for well over 12 months. So I've been in active service and, and things like that. So I got a really good perspective of, uh, a different type of lifestyle, different experiences, you know, experiences that not, um, everyone these days, uh, would have. And, and that's, that's can be said about anybody. Um, you know, everyone has different experiences. Mine just happened to be from that. And I think it was a, it was a rite of passage for me. I think that that's a, you know, that's something that's often missed, uh, especially in young males uh, these days, and even young females, mm. and and in this culture, is that um, there's there's no kind of rite of passage things, and I saw this as my own sort of self. Um, inflicted rite of passage, I guess, um, to go through that. And, you know, the whole, my whole career was about, um, it's about discipline. It was about precision. It was about, um, you know, um, perseverance and stuff like that. So I really learned to, to channel that energy and learned a lot from it. And as, as Angie mentioned, um, upon getting out of the military, we, um, you know, I founded a wellness business. I did really, really well in that because coming from uh, the, such the, you know, a heavy background in, in training, because 
with the training that I did in there with the guys, it wasn't only about your physical um, uh, aspects of the training. There, there was also a lot of mental and emotional parts to that training because, you know, as you can imagine, you can't really train to be um, tired. You can't train to be cold. You can't train to be hungry. These are things that you you either learn to be comfortable with the discomfort of that or you, you know, it's just there's nothing that you can train for for that. So there's a different aspect that comes to that with mind-body connection, and that's how I kind of got really interested into, um, you know, how does how does your mind function um, in relationship to the body? And going back to what Angie said about self-development, it was really a really good combination because uh, once I finally did succumb to, uh, to starting, <laughs> it took a while <laughs> to start to go to self-development. I, I really rocketed through a lot of the programs, which and, pissed me off. <laughs> and, um, High achievement. Yeah, got, got a lot of got a lot of really good insights on transformation and and what it means to sort of raise your standards and 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 um you know mature your thinking and this is where it's kind of all led us now because Angie and I were like okay well we've done all this stuff you know we went to um we've been to NLP we've we've been to mindset um coaches and trainings you know from the stage we've been through um programs like Landmark we've been through all these things and they've all are you can there's nuggets of gold in all of those and still for me I was like I want to make this simplistic and so the the most powerful tool that we've found so far for, um, you know, making you feel five to 10% happier in the moment for, um, for giving you, um, you know, access to your nervous system and be able to shift states and then all the way up to having really big transformational sessions has been the breath or been the breathing. Um, and you know, it's not a silver bullet. It's not the only thing, but it is definitely something that enhances all the other, uh, modalities that, that we've studied, um, you know, the cognitive stuff as well as the physical stuff that we've studied when it comes to self-development. Well, the breath in short is pretty much the missing link to embodying what you know and what you feel. So it's like well, you can go and do all these educations, but, you know, have you ever experienced it where people learn lots of stuff and then it only implements some of it yeah. uh, or only gets some success? And, you know, we've been on that same bandwagon where we're constantly educating ourselves and still searching and searching and searching. Well, this is the thing that helped integrated it, where it, we started to embody what we learned. We started being able to access the wisdom of what we knew already. And that was like game changer for us. Yeah, I, I love that. And so I guess where that, because I know so many people go to professional development, they read, they listen to podcasts, they do online courses, they do all this stuff, but sometimes it's information overload. So how has learning to breathe and, and get your breath, how has that helped you be able to transform all that learnings? And not only that could create a really good business that you're both really happy in, how has the breath helped you do all of that? Mm, well, you'll probably get two answers here. Yeah, you will. Cool. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, so, so here's a, the the thing is what I've discovered and what I believe is in doing the research around breathing, 
Breath is um, is mentioned in every spiritual, religious, um, ancient, like you name it. There's a reference for breath, like in the in the Asian cultures, in the um, in the yogic traditions, as as everyone would mostly know. That's where most people are associated with. But it is synonymous not only with um, with life, but life force. And so the interesting thing is that um, I came to the conclusion that. Well, it's it's kind of like the oldest communication system that you have. So, if you take, for example, um, you know, uh, if you if you're familiar with building rapport, you know, and most people know that if you're meeting someone for the first time, you know, um, and NLP that that kind of training will say, well, you know, like people that are like you, like you, you know, so, you know, they tell you to match and mirror the, the, the tone of the voice, things like that. And that's, that's common amongst, you know, sales training, um, you know, it, people that are working in interpersonal things where they're relating to people. And so breathing is actually the first point of contact. And we've noticed a lot that when you, are able to breathe at the same rate. You can calm people down. If you're breathing in a anxious, um, fast type of way, it'll kind of cause other people to feel anxious around you. So what, what we discovered was that the breathing really has this way of integrating information um, from a physical level, but then also from a mental level as well. And it helps you integrate it. So we, um, you know, when you learn something, as we mentioned before, you can learn it and it's cognitive and then you've got to apply it. You've got to action it. When you, when you learn it and you integrate the breathing into it, you get kind of like an energetic feeling from the learning as well. If, if, if that makes sense, I think we were mentioning this before Dale, about feeling, you know, when you learn something, you can learn it, you can hear it, you can yep. see things that are visual, but then when you feel it, there's a different dimension. Correct. And, and so, um, this, this bringing this, um, this extra part of feeling into it kind of it gives you a different download of, of um, experience and wisdom that comes with that. Um, also, the breath, um, you know, and breathing practices in, in all the ancient traditions have also been really closely um, coupled with um, just transformation, um, you know, opening up the mind, going through, um, you know, p- uh, periods of, of actually transforming yourself and coming out the other side with a having a reorganizational experience. And that takes this whole um, thing about sort of one-way learning, you know, you, you, you kind of go and learn something to a different experience. When you learn something with a transformational experience involved, as most people, if they've been to, you know, and this can happen, it can happen anywhere. It can happen while you're doing, um, you know, do, doing a breakthrough session with a coach. It can happen if you're doing meditation. It can happen if you're doing chanting, dancing, you know, like all these kind of things, an experience just going away somewhere can, can make this happen. However, when you've got something that's so easily available to you to be able to give you that type of experience, that's how we've really seen that it benefits um, a different type of learning that you get from it. And for me, it, it really comes back to that whole experiencing something while you're learning it is, is a key. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I'm, I'm a huge believer in that as well. And that's why obviously live trainings are so much better than online training and so forth like that. Now people are listening, Shane, Angie, and they're like, 
I want more energy. That is one thing I want in the world. And I want to be happier because I think those both go hand in hand. The more energy you have, the more time you can spend on yourself, the happier you can be, investing in relationships, human connection, everything like that. Now, do you have maybe two or three simple tips that um, people can do right now or um, they can implement today while they're running, cycling, riding, driving, whatever they're doing when they're listening to this, um, that they can improve their breathing so they can get those benefits um, Mm. in their life? Yeah. Okay. But great question. In fact, in a moment, Shane's going to take you through the shapes. And what I'll do is I'll set it up briefly is um, say, for instance, you know, the question that I would ask is, is your breathing giving you energy or taking energy away from you? And a lot of the times we don't know how to answer that question. So I look at it like this. You have that, um, you know, you have that, that the regular, that, uh, you know, let's say going, just going to sleep, you're kind of feeling really peaceful and relaxed, right? That's kind of a very powerful state. Then you have what we call over arousal, which is anger or anxiety or a high energy. Then we also have what we call it's under arousal, which is quite often determined as feeling depressive or apathetic. So the idea is, how to use your breath to pull you out of up out of a depressive state or down from an anxious state, you know, right before you um, perform on stage or give a presentation or have a sales call or about to fire someone or about to fire (laughs) or when you're feeling blue and you just don't know why Shane used to say to me, he goes, what do you have to be so depressed about? And I'm like, I don't know. I just am. But I didn't realize that my breath was taking energy from me. So here Shane's going to take you through some very simple shapes to be able to pull yourself out of those states to get you into what we call the green zone, which is that powerful yet peaceful yeah. state. Yeah. So if you if you imagine, um, just to give a visual of that, um, Dale, like for, mo- for people uh, listening, there's this, Angie mentioned, there's this green zone, you know, and the green zone does correlate to a certain um, rhythmic pattern in the breath and a certain cadence and speed in the breath. And um, what this does is it puts the brain in coherence, it puts the heart in coherence, and it puts a lot of the other major organs in the body. And so what that means is that they're, they're all, um, if you if you dive into the science of it, you have a, a, a resonance or a frequency in your body that it operates off. And it's the same frequency that the, the earth and the plants and it's, it's just this phenomena that happens. And so what we're talking about ultimately is getting yourself in that zone and you can operate in that zone. You can drive a car, you can, um, you can do lots of things. So how we get there though, is first off, we, we go through what's called the basic breathing matrix. And that is just using three really simple shapes to, uh, to start wrangling your breath or start to take it, as we said before, out of manual and, uh, sorry, out of automatic and into manual drive. So the first one that we, um, that we use is the triangle. So if you imagine a triangle in your mind and you take a, you take a inhale in, in through the nose. So you breathe in for the count of three, out for the count of three, and then you pause for about one to half a second. So just continue to do that. Just in count yourself, two, three, out count two, three, and then pause for a second and do that two more times. Breathing in through the nose, you can breathe out through the mouth or out through the nose. (sighs) 
Now, what you'll notice from breathing this way is immediately um, you'll feel grounded because this is this is I a do. this That's is great. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is what's called your kind of normal biological breath. Okay, the, your breathing pattern in your body generally operates off the you breathe into the top of the point, you'll let the breath go, and then there'll be a slight pause at the bottom. All right, and so that'll ground you. So, if you say, for example, um, if someone's competing in sports, what often happens prior to competing? You know, it doesn't have to be sports. It could be, you know, as Angie mentioned, going on stage. It could be a meeting. It could be having a difficult phone conversation, or even a sales call, or something like that. You'll want to lower the level of arousal. So we'll want to take our breath under control, and we'd use like this, the triangle breath, to just wrangle ourselves down and get ourselves grounded that's uh it's so it's so easy but like uh i I just did that then and we just did that four times and um probably people listening at home or wherever they are and they're they're going that's fantastic as well so is that as easy as it is i know that's probably the beginners the basic but that's something you can always come back to i'm guessing it it is yeah it it is so simple that most people just will try and make a complex (laughs) we do that that's what people try and do don't they yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't. And and so let's um let's consider the next shape. So the next shape that we consider is the square, and this this again this breathing was what I learned. Um, you know, it, um, in the military, it's it's often termed as tactical breathing. And what we do with this is we follow a similar sort of thing. So breathe in for the count of three. Pause at the top for the count of three. So just pause the breath. Then let it out to the count of three and then pause at the bottom for the count of three and just continue around the square. So in for the count of three, pause, count of three, let it out, count of three, and then pause at the bottom for the count of three. And just notice notice how that makes you feel. So what you notice with this one is you're controlling every aspect of the breath. So for for people that might, um, uh, you know, suffer with anxiety or functional anxiety, that's anxiety that people kind of have, but they deny that they have it. You know, they just, they, they kind of just keep operating. The show must go on. You know, that kind of Correct. And, yeah. And so this, and so this kind of breathing, what it does is it allows you to, um, to control every aspect of the breath because you're you're um, also pausing at the top of the bottom, and it also allows you to balance your breathing out because your your breathing often gets off kilter and out of balance, and we'll talk about that um, in in a minute. But you'll notice with that one that you can contain the energy or contain your breath, and it'll again it'll bring you into a you know a peaceful, powerful sort of balanced um, balanced state. state. Mm. So that so that one's really beneficial for probably people that are quite stressed or that are anxious people because I know particularly there'll probably be a lot of parents and teachers listening along and um, the word test or exam or things like that um, straight away that makes people clam up and their anxiety goes through the roof so Shane are you saying and Angie that something like that would as simple as that was I think we did that it went for about 30 seconds could be uh, just game-changing for students for adults that really suffer those really anxious moments 
Yes. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like anytime, like what Shane said before, anytime you take your breath from automatic into manual, you start changing your state immediately. Mm. And, and yeah. I've never really thought of it like that, but we don't like out of every thought we have in the day, we don't think about our breath because it just comes naturally, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it, it'll breathe without you. Yeah. You know? But when you can start putting some awareness on your breath and t- and paying attention if your breath is taking energy from you or giving energy to you, then you can start doing something about it. So the so the third one the third one here that we that we'll finish off on and this is the final one in the breathing matrix um, that we've looked at is what they call a circular breath. Now the difference between the circular breath and the two other ones is there's no gaps and no pauses. Yeah. And how you do the circular breath is you do it like um, a natural sigh of relief. So if 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 you just do three sighs in a row and then just connect the sighs together so the inhale is meeting the exhale is meeting the inhale. So in through the nose. <sighs> And just continue that on. Just continue it on for about another five, four, three, two, one. And then do a big sigh just to come out of that. Good. Now, what you'll notice you, the difference in that one. Yeah, <laughs> what you'll notice with connecting the breaths together is you'll notice that you'll start to get this upsurge of, of energy in the body. And it's this is this is one that is both uh, a, a breathing pattern that will expose a lot of dysfunctions that people have in their mm-hmm. in their um, in their breathing, but but when wielded properly and when learnt properly, you can really energize yourself really really fast with this. On and paradoxically, you can also discharge a lot of energy out of the body with this as well. Mm, yeah, this is what I use in what we call angry breathing. Where... I, I did feel angry. I, I thought I was getting ready to go and play a game of footy or I was, I was yeah, getting yeah. in the ring. Like, I, I'm ready to go, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, it's energizing. So this one we link to energizing. So whether, like, you need to build your energy or dispel energy, this is the one we use. So Shane and I used to have this agreement back in the days when I got angry really easy was when I was, like, you know, dealing with myself around my children and they or they were kind of like the thing that would set me off the most. Uh, we had this agreement. I had to go in the other room and breathe it out. And so I would come in here and I would lay in the bed or sit up in the bed, depending on how I was feeling. And I would just do the the breathing, like uh, angry breathing. So I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> circular breathing until it shifted. And, and I would do a hundred of those. And then I would go, <sighs> and if I still had, felt angry, I would do it again, you know, and, yeah. and it became this magical thing where all of a sudden it started interrupting this pattern and dispelled the energy before I reacted to my children. So now I kind of got to the point where I got so connected to my breath where I didn't have to go into the other room and do a hundred breaths. I could do it in as little as one or two breaths and let it go and then teach my children and come from a place of, okay, I'm here to show you something and teach you something rather than react to them. And that was game changer for me. Wow. that that That's crazy, Angie, because I'm just sitting here and, and I, I relate that back to having an argument because normally someone has an argument because they want to get something off their chest and then they feel better, but the person they've had the argument with doesn't feel well either and it's sort of passed that energy, that negative energy onto them. So what you've just done there is exactly the same, but you've dealt with it yourself and it's not affected anybody else, has it? 
Yeah, precisely. And it's so funny, like we, when Shane and I, when we were first started doing this, we would look at each other angry, having an argument and we'd go, <sighs> and we'd go and we'd sit on the couch and breathe it out of the couch and we kind of can't help but giggle. <laughs> it, does, it, does, it does intervene in that though, because what, what it allows you to do is it gives you something to do, mm, you know, like, like, yes, um, we yes. often say, you know, you can't think your way out of a bad mood or, or an angry mm, situation. Or an it, anxiety it's, attack. It, it's super, super yeah. difficult because the body reacts faster than the cognitive mind can. That's yeah. a, you know, that's something that I've learned, um, you know, in the science part of it. And we'll, we'll, we'll dive a little bit for the science geeks. We'll dive a little bit into, into how all this works as well. But what you're actually doing is you're interrupting a pattern and you're doing something energetic in the body that will literally physically shift the energy in the body. And as Angie mentioned before, um, when you get good at it and you've practiced it for a while, you'll do it in one or two sighs of relief. Um, and, and funnily enough, one of our, um, one of our mentors, uh, I remember him saying he, he'd been in breath work for 40 years and he, um, you know, traveled all over the world and studied with different, um, uh, breathing, you know, different yogic Taoists, like all that. And he said, after 40 years, he goes, the, the, the most advanced breathing, um, methods that he could find were a sigh of relief and a yawn. Wow. And it was interesting because if you think about it, that's what your body naturally does mm. for you to be able to shift energy, change state, and it has a whole host of all these other things that go on, especially the yawning. The yawning lights up parts in the brain um, that don't usually get lit up um, all the time, you know. So it's it's this interesting mix that your body already knows what to do. It's just that, you know, like as, as most people we talk to, they're like, oh, but if you sigh or you yawn, it's rude and it's a <laughs> sign of, you know, you need, you're tired or you're this. And it's like it could not be more fur further from the truth. That's the cultural ridiculous, difficult things that us as humans try and place on <laughs> some of these natural things that go on in the body. Right. So, um, and I guess getting just to backtrack a little bit and we we're talking about the breathing as far as managing state and before a test and things like that, what we've found is when you start to practice uh, a breathing technique or you, or you take on a breathing practice, what it, what you're doing is you're starting to uh, allow the body to have the right mixes of gases in the body. So, you know, everyone knows about uh, oxygen. Everyone knows that it's super important. Um, you know, oxygen basically at the, at the lowest level in the cell is the thing that um, that is the spark of energy, basically, you know, in the, in the mitochondria, like right deep down in the, in the cells. And but most people sort of think about carbon dioxide as this oh, it's bad or it's a waste gas or it's a this. It's actually not. It's super important. Carbon dioxide allows the oxygenated blood to pass into the tissues of the body. So, you know, you can have this situation where if you've got dysfunctional breathing, you can breathe enough to live, but you're actually not transferring a lot of the nutrients and a lot of the, the oxygenated blood into the tissues when you have carbon dioxide out of balance in the body. And, and having carbon dioxide out of balance in the body can cause all sorts of things from you having, you know, crappy thoughts and, and thinking that there's something wrong with you. And, um, you know, we've often had clients where, they've been to therapist after therapist or they've got kids that are like my, you know, my child's got ADD or things like that. And we've often said, 
go turn to the breathing first because I think you'll be very surprised that it's it's not a cure all, but what it does is it lifts this whole physical um, load off this problem. So, for example, when you're able to balance your CO two out you know, it doesn't mess with your emotions and with racing thoughts because your body's trying to compensate the the vagus nerve, which is the nerve that runs through all of your major organs in the body. It it works off being toned and it works off it works off having the right mix of gases um, in the body as well. So this this it's all linked, you know, it's linked from the, the very small level in the cell right up to how you behave, perform and mm. perceive things in the world. And it can be so, it's such an easy, simple shift as changing from breathing through your mouth unconsciously to breathing through your yeah. nose. And there's so many people that breathe through the mouth that cause that in that imbalance of gas exchange that causes anxiety, that causes asthma, that causes all these issues in the body. Whereas if you just simply maybe tape your mouth for a couple of days, you know? <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds weird, Dale. But this is super important for for people out there that are listening. If they've got kids that they that they believe have um, learning difficulties, well, ADD, things like that, or if they have, <laughs> or if them if them themselves have things like, um, you know, anxiety or they just have racing thoughts. There's two things you can do. One, Angie mentioned that taping your mouth is is really an interesting practice because it will actually um, force you to breathe through your nose. But this is a game changer. I mean, we take our girls out for a walk. Our girls are, are six and nine and I take them outside for a walk often. And what I'll do is we'll, we'll all take a big mouthful of water and we've got to walk all the way around the block without swallowing the water. Challenge. Right? It's and like a game not, too. I love it. And so, yeah, it and is. so what and we're doing it. is, yeah, so what we're doing is we're, we're, we're teaching them to breathe through their nose while they're, while they're not doing anything else other than eating, speaking, or anything that requires you to, um, to use your mouth. And this is actually an ancient technique that, um, that that indigenous populations used to used to use this to improve their their nasal breathing. Um, you know, warriors would fill their mouth full of water and do you know massive runs, you know, for for um, kilometers and kilometers and things like that. So this this is something really simple that you can do straight away that I know will have a profound effect. If you're committed mm-hmm. to doing it, if you, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things is just a game changer. And how's this for the education system as well? Like when you breathe through your nose, you retain more cognitive information. They did this study in um, the Sydney Morning Herald did a, a publication on this where they found that by accident, when subjects were breathing in through the nose, it increases their memory recall and it retained information better. So it's like, it's small little adjustments like these can make the biggest difference. And then the, one of those things that, that came out of that too was because your nasal pharynx are, are the closest to your brain, um, you know, and, and smell is actually, a lot of people don't place um, a lot of, I, I guess, um, awareness around this, but smells uh, are a huge trigger for for memory recall and things like that you know that's a it's a i guess an evolutionary thing as well around food and 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 keeping healthy you know things smell bad or food smells bad that's one of the senses that i think that in modern times we kind of 
have started losing touch with with that part of our nature. And so this is interesting that, um, you know, when we're talking to people that are speakers, um, coaches, uh, people that present in public, we'll we'll often say to them, you know, teach them the skill of listening through your nose, taking mm. a breath through your nose as you're listening. We have a, um, we've trained ourselves as a habit. When we're listening to people, we breathe through our nose and we listen and it gives you that deeper, you know, it, it, it almost, um, it almost intervenes in your thinking mind, trying <laughs> to think of what you're going to say next and not actually listening to what they're going to say. Yeah. That's, you know. that's that's awesome. Like I, oh, there's so many things like just to get in that green zone, and I've never even really thought about that. But um, when you are listening, really check yourself and make sure you breathe through your nose. That's that's a really simple thing that anybody can try. And I know people listening along, Angie and Shane, that um, that they got the triangle for being grounded. If you are feeling a little bit anxious or stressed, um, you've got the square. And then if you want more energy, which a lot of people do, don't have a coffee, um, but get the circle going, which I absolutely love. And and to top all that off. The tape around the mouth, some people might be against that. I think that's a fantastic idea. But the water in the mouth, that's a game. Everyone loves playing a game. Play a challenge, spit it out in the cup. Who can keep the most in there at the end? And it's going to actually help retain information. So, wow, so many things there. Now, you've got a free course, and I guarantee my listeners are like, I I could listen to you guys all day. You've given away so much there. Now you've got a free course. Do you want to talk about the free breathing kit you've guys got? Yeah. Yeah. So um, within this, like this is where Shane designed the the three minute coffee shot. <laughs> you know. So yeah. In, in fact, got, that's funny. Funny <laughs> that you mentioned great that because we have a we have a, a three minute circular breathing um, process in there that that we call the coffee shot. I love it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So so in 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 the what we'll do is we'll give you a link to be able to have access to this, awesome. where you can have access to the the breathing kit, where you can either energize, relax, or focus, and be able to rapidly switch between all three of those when you need it most. Um, we also like we were talking about the shapes. We've got some infographic graphics in there, so you can quickly relate to exactly you know what you need in the moment, and um uh. Uh, what what we, I love yeah. the, the quick start, the, yeah. the mini course. What we, what we often find where, where we're big on is we're big on uh, productivity, performance, and sleep. Oh, sleep. Um, that's, that's, oh, that's going to be one of my next questions. So if you want to, yeah. if you want to go there, because, um, I know there's so much evidence out there that you need to get that deep REM sleep and devices and all these things, but I guarantee breathing's got a big part to do with that as well. It's, it's it huge. Does. It's huge. And, and, you know, it's not what most people think either. Most, most people um, think that the breathing is actually the thing that, that gets you the sleep. And what we've often found is the breathing is the thing that helps you, um, number one, stop all the bad vices that you have in the evening and set you up for an evening routine. So what we've often found with sleep, and, and this is a, this is one that's um, really close to us and because sleep is the master lever to your health. Like, right. you know, I we, we, we know that breathing for us, breathing is, we call breathing the key power habit because it's the it's the one habit that once you master will help you master all the other habits that you need to master because it's the thing that you know it's synonymous with your life force. So with sleep though sleep is the is the master lever to your health. And so we found that learning to um, to calm the mind, 
calm the body physically in the evening, um, clear the mind as well of, of worrying thoughts and things like that um, is, is a massive key to people sleeping um, better. There are a whole host of other things um, that we, we go into. You mentioned the free breathing kit. We've also got a, a product that we call the eight superhuman habits. And, and we go deeper into these ones um, around sleep. But in the free breathing kit, we've provided a 12-minute um, sleep track in there that, that helps just prepare you for sleep in the evening. And we've had some great results mm. from it. You know, um, I think that what, what's interesting to me, it's, it's, it's not so much about um, the breathing itself. It's about people establishing a routine and mentally setting themselves up to say to themselves and their body, I'm, I'm actually now getting prepared to go to sleep. And I think that that is probably the biggest missing part of this is actually establish, establishing a, a consistent routine. And I think that trumps a lot of other things that you can do, you know, and um, that routine includes you, um, you know, shutting off devices. Um, it includes you having certain type of um, lights on in the evening, you know, lower lights and things like this, because we know that that affects the circadian rhythm, which is the, the, the cycle, the relationship that you have with sunlight and dark. And so establishing the routine is the key. And so this little 12-minute um, breathing session that we uh, include in this free kit has helped people establish a smaller routine, which then they go on to establish a better and better routine from there. If you think of it like transition periods, like you got to transition from daytime energetic to evening time, relax and let go. And quite often, especially for, I mean, I'd say for women, because I'm speaking for myself, is that sometimes we're so energetic throughout the day that we kind of reach the evening fatigued, almost like overstimulated. So it's a very useful tool to be able to wrangle that energy, to be able to let the day go, to be able to get into that deep sleep. Otherwise you carry it into your sleep and then you're just, there, there's, there is um, a lot of studies where you sleep in a high energetic state where you're actually taking energy to sleep, which is not actually rejuvenating. So it's important <laughs> yeah. to be able to let it go before you go to sleep. And we're, and we're super, we're super busy ourselves. You know, we, yes. um, you know, we run our business, we've got our kids, we've, we've got an investment business, we do property developments. There's lots of things going on in our world we need something and, quick and, and so, sweet yeah and so we don't, we don't make this we don't make this like cumbersome and that you got to do a lot of things it's what are the most leveraged things and that's what we've we've created with the the, the breathing kit and also with our um our program is what moves the needle the most and how can you do it in the minimum amount of time and you know i i don't kid myself or anyone else you you can do it minimal you can do it to be manageable or you can do it ideal. And obviously they range from what you're willing to actually put into it um, is to what you'll get out of it. And we, we've just found that even in the busy lifestyle that we have and all the things that we have to do, this lowers the tide of stress and, and, and everything else. And when you're lowering the tide of stress, all of a sudden you find these different reserves of energy that were there 
all the time, uh, you know, they've been there all along. It's just that you've had these blockages around either your breathing or your sleep, um, or you've had, you know, you're carrying around a lot of uh, mental and emotional stuff, you know, people renting space in your head without paying your rent. (laughs) That's the stuff is is going on. Yeah. So, you know, this is training your nervous system to let stuff go. I, and I love that. And, and like you just said, it is about uh, setting up routines because uh, you can control the morning, you control the evening. What happens during the day normally takes its course. But if you can have really good routines to not only get your day going and up and about, but then also ways to shut off and so that you do get that quality sleep, that's where your energy is going to increase. You will be happier. And, and like you just mentioned, everything else. And with those three other shapes, simple breathing techniques and the free breathing kit, uh, guys, you've got so many things listing along to go and check out. Now, Angie, Shane, I'm aware of how busy you are and your time, and you've been so grateful today. I I love to finish off my interviews with a couple of questions. And um, now, the first one is if you could look back to when you were both 18, um, which wasn't that long ago, let's be honest. um, If you could, (laughs) (laughs) from all those years of running businesses, entertainment industry, defense force, um, having children, everything you've done, if you could look back now and give 18 year old Angie and 18 year old Shane one bit of advice, what would that be? Mm. <sighs> yeah, the art of letting go. Uh, the art of letting go. Uh, I think that the breath is the only way that I could do it. Uh, I, I, I'd say, yeah, if I had these techniques, then when I graduated high school, <laughs> I would. Oh, well, you know, it's the rite of passage, I suppose. Yeah, we, all, yep. we have we have our journey, but um, yeah, definitely by by being able to navigate my nervous system and not being left to my environment, I feel a lot more powerful. So that definitely learning how to use the breath to navigate my emotions and navigate my nervous system is a very powerful tool, and that's what we're teaching our children now. I, I have a I have a couple of things. Um, <laughs> Good. Yeah. One one I would one I would tell myself it's not in the words, it's in the practice. Mm. It's it's um, you know, you always need to have a consistent practice. And, you know, I've found that that's we we've met a lot of gurus and a lot of people around the world and the, the only difference between, say, you know, someone who considers themselves a normal everyday person and a guru is that they practice something consistently and that gives you a type of superpower. So I would definitely say that, that, that it's, it's, it's in the practice that you do. The second thing that, um, uh, that I would say to myself is understand, understand connecting desire and gratitude and then focus is really, really important to, you know, even if at, at the younger age you, you sort of learn about those words, but understanding where they are physically in the body. So, you know, trusting your gut, you know, um, being in your heart when you're, when you're relating to people and, and relating to things, and then also, you know, focusing the mind because a lot of people tend to let their mind run the show a lot and they don't think about those other areas of the body that do literally um, house other brains, um, you know, science is showing us now. But it also gives you a really, really great navigational tool when you're learning to, to trust all three of those areas in the body and use them all together. Awesome. And, and two bits of great advice from obviously Shane and Angie. I, I love yours as well. And not only that, I think the most beautiful thing ever is couple goals. That breath was right on point, guys. I love that. So 
What's the legacy when when you're all said and done? And I know you've got a lot of great years ahead, but uh, breatheme.com, what legacy do you want to leave on the world? Mm. <sighs> yeah. Um, for me, uh, the legacy is that um, quite often we feel like we are at the effect of our environment. And so my legacy is around, I'm, I'm especially um, interested in connecting and speaking directly with women um, and with girls purely for the fact that I think that we carry a lot of the energy and we create a lot of the energy. So if we can manage ourselves, our children will be able to manage themselves and therefore making an impact on the next generation. So for me, like I am, I am out to impacting intergenerational and it starts with um, healing and growth and the breath is the first place to get there. So that that's kind of like my little passion. And I've got a very, I've mm. got a very male um, view of this, Dale. <laughs> I, I, with the work that we do, if, if, the work, if we can show someone something that they can do that makes them feel five or 10% happier or change their state enough to get their head above the clouds that they'll make a different choice for themselves, I'm great with that all the way through to working with innovators, leaders, and, um, you know, people that are at the top of their game, the change makers in the world to help them to also, you know, broaden their, broaden their mind, um, become healthier in the way that they do things so that they can go forward fearlessly and, and sort of bring their genius to the world. So, you know, I'm at, I'm at both ends of those (laughs) spectrums and where, where I'm absolutely obsessed by what I do. Uh, I love it. And, you know, I talk all day long to people about it (laughs) and I'd love to see people get a shift in their state from something as simple as taking a couple of breaths, um, you know, and then learning to wield it. That's what, that's what juices us really is. It's in the results. (laughs) Yeah. And and I think that's so true, but I just know personally that people listening along that uh, every now and then they, people need to feel more grounded, but they don't know how to, they they go through stress and sometimes they need more energy. So those simple shapes in the triangle, the square and the circle are so easy to implement into every every single day because no doubt you'll need to feel those emotions in different states throughout the day. So um, I will also have uh, the link for the breathing free kit um, at episode number 155 at energetic.education. Um, Shane Energy, where else can we find you? Where's the best place to track you two down? Uh, yeah, so um, Breathe Me at the moment. Um, LinkedIn's a great place, even just our Facebook profiles. We love connecting with people um, on all those channels. Um, we have a we have a um, uh, the Breathing Edges, a Facebook group that we have that mm. people can come in there and, and yeah. we're always in there sharing different things that we're doing around high performance, around productivity and around sleep. So they're, they're different areas. We're pretty, we're, we're all over the place, so I don't think it'd be hard <laughs> to find us. Yeah, we, if you want to work with us, we want to work with you gotcha it's it's part of our impact so you can google us and find us anywhere (laughs) i i love that and and i know people can listen and they're like angie and shane you you've got that connection you both are just so generous with your time and not only that giving away so many like wisdom bombs i called and and it's so easy to implement and and that's what i really love about today's chat and um i I just want to thank you both so much for giving up your time and, and not only that giving up your expertise to help other people because when they get their breath right i can already tell just from the the simple ones that we did there that the difference it can make so um i really appreciate your time today guys and thank you so much for coming on the show
Thanks, same, Dale. Same, Dale. Thank and thank, thank you for what you do as well and, mm. and for having your show. And, and we know that you're along the same vein that we are um, out <laughs> there to make, yeah, exactly, <laughs> to make people's lives better. And it's, uh, it's honourable. Legend. Thanks, guys.